Hello, my name's Janae, and welcome to Honest 30, where Alex and I talk about different topics in 30 minutes. Hey, family. Love to be back with you again at another episode of Honest 30. Yes. It is the holiday times. Mm-hmm. Woo-hoo. Merry Christmas to everybody. Um, we are actually finishing up a series at the Collective Church where we've been talking about expectations, about how we yep. believe in a God that can do more than you ever even expected. Yep. And that's why the series title was Expect the Unexpected. Yes. Right. And we're so actually good. going into another series in the beginning of the year. Uh, not exciting. Getting out of the stuck. Really kind of, hey, come on, shout out. Give me a hashtag. Who has felt stuck mm. in 2020? Somebody say amen. Or in life. Or in, in life. General. Or just in every moment of every day. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk through that in the beginning of the year. But we just wanted to take some time mm-hmm. and kind of break down a little bit, a little different topic, rabbit trail, if we may, and talk about healthy confrontation. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, this is why. First of all, uh, we know that confrontation is hard and different for everybody. Yeah. In fact, I heard it said once that if confrontation isn't hard for you, you're probably a jerk. You're probably just hurting people's feelings every time you have a hard conversation. Mm. Um, but real good, healthy confrontation, it's challenging. And Lord knows during the holidays, there is plenty of time to be offended, Mm -hmm. right? You're around family and cousins and uncles and aunties and moms and people are asking. And if you're single, it's like, ooh, are you dating anybody? Or how's business going? Or, and all the questions come up. Or even from being alone. Or being alone. People can get offended, right? That you were invited to things. Yeah, you You watch people's story. FOMO like crazy. Mm -hmm. Why was I the only person that didn't get to the gift exchange? Can be rough. You know what I mean? Who, no one invited me to go get satay. What's going on? Right. So anyway, or hot uh, cocoa or hot cocoa or Starbucks. Shout out Starbucks. Love you so much. Listen, (laughs) all I'm saying is that there's a lot of chances to get offended. Yeah. And that offense will stay your offense Mm. until you sit down and have healthy confrontation. Yeah. Healthy conflict management. Sit down with someone and just say, Hey, this hurt my feelings or, Hey, when you did that, or, Hey, this is how I was feeling. Yeah. Right. I think for a lot of us, we grow up in an environment where confrontation isn't a good thing, right? We grow up where actually confrontation is bad. If you confront someone, it's because something bad happened. Mm. So it's kind of the result of negative experiences. Or, so or our perception, our perception is, is, is that it is a bad thing or a really difficult, too hard, too painful too thing. Too hard, too painful Uh, we can believe that it breaks relationship instead of can bring healing to relationship and clarity to relationship. We Mm. can think that it's a relationship breaker. We can think that it's unkind. We can think that it's unkind. A lot of the thing is like, no, don't do that. They'll just get hurt feelings or don't do that. So we keep it all bottled up. Yeah. Um, We don't deal with it. That's so true. So uh, we have a saying here at TC that my heart is my responsibility, Mm -hmm. right? And if you don't take responsibility over your own heart and your offense, it's not the fault of the other person who offended you, it's your fault for not yeah. working through the offense yeah. and doing the right things, right? Um, most people, instead of, what's so funny is they'll say, oh, I don't want to hurt them by confronting them. Mm-hmm. However, I can talk about everybody or to everybody about them. Oh, did you hear so-and-so did this to me? They were so, and then this yeah. happened. And it's like, oh, I don't want to hurt them, but I'm just going to talk about their business to everybody I know. Yeah, which I mean, most times, 
what you talk about to other people, it's going to get back to them. It's going to get back to them. And so it it's going to do even more damage. Still going to, yeah, make more conflict. Oh, it's a mess. It's going to have to be confronted at some point in time. So immature. Shout out. We're all in this together. Um, it's difficult. I love you, Janae, mm -hmm. not only for this, because you're beautiful, but I love the fact that you always say, if you're going to confront someone, you have to know their angle. Mm -hmm. Like you can't just come in there guns blazing. You can't assume that someone wants to be confronted about something in the same way you would like to be confronted about something. Yeah, so true. So I think this is one of these things where when we can be a good steadier of people, I guess, and really aware of other people besides ourselves. So there's different types of people, different types of relationships. There's going to be some people that you have just met for five minutes and maybe there is some sort of a conflict that comes about. Or maybe there's some people that you have known your whole life. And so of course, um, the level and the depth of the relationship can be different. But I think it's important that as you grow with people that you really are paying attention to who they are, yeah. that you know them for who they are and that you embrace it and you appreciate it. Right. So that, that would be number one. Now I number think one, really knowing people. Yes. Right. And paying attention, paying right. Attention. Um, who they are, the things that maybe hurt them, how they communicate, how they like to be communicated to, what things seem to rub them the wrong way yeah. and maybe make them defensive. Because I think the number one thing that, um, that going into this is we want to set a tone in a place where people don't feel like they have to be defensive That's or so get good. defensive. Now, when people Amen. feel like you are not for them, they get defensive. Yep. When people feel like they have done something wrong and there is going to be... Um, consequences to it, they get defensive, right? And people, because we're, we're so used to hiding things oh. and to pretending we're one thing. So when something gets revealed or something gets confronted, it's really hard for any of us, right? Yeah. To, for, to let that happen. So, I mean, knowing someone's angle and really seeing how they communicate, how is best to communicate to them, um, what they're sensitive about, what the best time of day is for them. Do you know what I mean? Some people are not night people and then people go in for the throat to try to do something at night. It's probably not the best time. I.e. Janae and me. <laughs> well, we've learned. No, I am not a we night person. This. Past <laughs> 6 p.m., I am no good to anybody. And Janae used to bring up things at like 1030 at night with all the passion of yeah, all true. the four winds of the earth. And I would just be like, I would be so demoralized. <laughs> it was just too, too much for him. Um, well, too, the way your mind works is as soon as something gets in there and you start thinking about something, it's like you're thinking about all the ways to make it happen, not make it happen, the different angles. And so it's really hard for you to turn off. So when it's at 1030 really at night, yeah. it's like Getting I'm trying to go to bed. Rolling, no. I know, and that's when my brain, you know, I'm thinking about things, I'm dreaming, but it's I'm the imagining. Same thing for us in the morning, when I, mm -hmm. it's like 6.30, yeah. you come down on the stairs. I've been drinking coffee behind my computer for an hour. You come down the stairs, I'm like, babe, we need to blank, 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 yeah, blank, yeah, blank, yeah. blank, blank, blank. I do that with the kids. I'm like, kids, what are you doing today? What's going on? And you <laughs> yeah. come down, you're, you look at me like with intensity. Yeah. Which is hilarious because those aren't even big confrontations. That's just saying hello. You know what I mean? That's how That's I say just, hello just in the morning. Like, so you can imagine if someone um, is not in the best time of their day, it may not be the best, but when we pay attention, we can watch those things. But here's the thing. 
if you come into any conversation, especially confrontation, uh, and you, you look at it, you come into it with humility and love. Now we talk about love a lot because love goes a long way. Yeah. It's, it's what everyone wants, what everyone needs. Right. And so when you can come into any conversation, especially one that there's going to be confrontation, you come into it with love, wanting the best for the other person. Not that you're trying to get back at them, not that you're throwing everything in their Mm. face that they did wrong, but you say, man, I am here. I love them. And, and I want to clear this. I want reconciliation. I don't want our relation to be like relationship to be like this, right? I want us to grow from this. And this can be hard because you're thinking, do I care about my boss? Do I care about my coworker? Well, what I would say is, man, each one of those people are important. Yeah. And they're in your life, right? So when we can go in in any relationship and leave it better than how we came, that's a good thing. Leave a place better than we came. Leave a person better than we came. That's a good thing, right? And so when you come into a conversation, a confrontation with love, on your mind, love on the brain. You know what I mean? And then as well as you've calmed down from whatever has been going on and you're upset about, but also too with humility, knowing that you have failed, that you have done things wrong before, right? Um, And you come to it to address these things, knowing that there could be things that you added to this circumstance, right? Or maybe you're coming in and you're the one that you know you did something that was hurtful or was not the best. And so you come in with that same approach to apologize, right? So it goes both ways. Um, But it it definitely, I feel like humility, love go a long, long way. There's there's an incredible book called Leadership and Self-Deception. Shout out Arbinger Institute. Mm. Um, If you want to get that, you can. Uh, It is... I mean, it is one of the most fantastic books, especially regarding confrontation and healthy conflict management I've ever heard. But you said something so important that that book echoes and it talks about confronting with humility mm-hmm. and, and love. And what's so funny is the human experience is that when someone confronts me and the humility and love isn't there, immediately I will become defensive mm-hmm. because I know yeah. this person is not looking out for me. Yeah. Therefore, I have to look out for myself. Yeah. Yep. That's so true. That's human nature. We will never get around that. However, if you confront someone and they know that you're looking out for them, that you love them, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden the defenses come down because you don't have to look out for yourself any longer because someone else is looking out for you. Yeah. Right? Uh, I always equate it to being at the gym. And I love gym analogies. I know. Um, you do. I you do, do so much. <laughs> so much. So if you are at the gym with a personal trainer and you are working out and doing an exercise with incorrect form... And they come to you and they say, hey, Janae, you're doing this with the wrong form. Let me help you do it the right way. Mm -hmm. You would be so, I don't want to use the word idiot, but you would be so foolish to look back at them and go, don't tell me what to do. Who are you to say, who are are you to say? It would be ridiculous. You paid this person (laughs) to help you. Yeah. And they're trying to help you. But you're getting defensive, you're getting frustrated. And oftentimes we look at the different people in our life that love us and that care for us, and we don't even have to pay them, but they're there to help us. Mm -hmm. They're there to speak words of life to us. They're there to speak words of wisdom to us. They're there to help us before we hurt ourselves or hurt others. And we get defensive and we fight back and we push back. But it's like, dude, Mm -hmm. you can only win in Mm -hmm. that situation. Yeah. 
You can walk away and make a change or, or re-navigate your path and you can only win. You have everything to gain while the other person has everything to lose by mm -hmm. stepping out and confronting you about something. Yeah, and the thing is, is it's not, here's the, here's the thing, is when people come and approach you or you approach someone, well, let's talk about the people that may come and approach you. There's gonna be different times, types of people. And not every person is maybe going to be for you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But you can still display in receiving and being on one end of the confrontation. You can still display love and humility, yeah. right? You can still react with that. That doesn't mean you're going to take on everything they say, yeah. right? Because maybe some of it, because there are some people you're in confrontations and they are not for you, right? Yep. And they are not coming in love. They're not trying to help you. But you can still come into it and say, man, I'm still going to approach this with love and humility and hear someone out. And I might not take it and I may walk away and I may think on it for a while and I may take some and leave some. I don't know. But let it get in there, right? But when you posture yourself in that way, when your heart is kind of soft that way, I just think it sets you up for success no matter what. Yep, absolutely. I mean, having a soft heart, I feel like is, is probably the best default to just live your life with. Yeah. Right? Although there's a risk of being hurt or going through unnecessary pain. I mean, the, the other side of the spectrum is having a hard heart and literally missing every opportunity mm -hmm. to grow, to love, to whatever. Yeah. Right? So <clears throat> let's talk about Let's talk about the different types of confrontation that happen. Okay. In different spheres. Okay, what are the few different spheres? Here we go. We have confrontation in the workplace, right? You have a boss confronting an, an employee, a manager confronting an employee, a leader confronting an employee. Yeah. Right? That's one style. You also have uh, a team member or an employee confronting a leader. Yeah. Maybe there's something that they dropped the ball in. They hurt your feelings with. Yeah, How so should hard. you confront them? Yeah, that's right? hard. You have confronting in a relationship, mm -hmm. whether that's a romantic relationship or a friendship. Yep. When there's no real hierarchy, uh, it's kind of a mutual submission to one another. Mm -hmm. How do you confront in a healthy and loving way? Yeah. Right? Um, there's confronting in the business, in the workplace, right? Confronting an office coworker. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. let's talk about those different realms. Okay, right. sure. So, Janae, <clears throat> let's start. Janae. Okay. Jeanne. Jeanne. Let's start with confronting uh, staff. Mm -hmm. All right. So in a leadership position, because you've been leading for a long time. But what I love about you is you've also been uh, being led yes. for a long time. Yeah, for sure. Right. So, at, well, first we'll talk about just as a leader. As a leader, what are you looking for somebody in, in a response from someone in a situation that requires confrontation. When you sit down with someone and you confront them, and this is unique to being a leader and confronting someone who you're leading, mm -hmm. what are you looking for from them first? And what are you always making sure that you're going to do in that confrontation to make sure it's a healthy confrontation? Hmm. Okay, so... Number one, what are you looking number for? Number one, looking for from them. Well, this, this is a hard thing because I feel like when I come into it, mm -hmm. like I just want to set like a comfortable atmosphere. Like I, I want people to know from the time they get in, like I, I'm paying attention to my own body language because I think it affects how they are going to react, right? Yep. So I try to make it 
very, even if they know, sometimes because I don't. um, I knew you were going to do this. You're like answering the second question first. I know. It's hard. It's hard. I know. We're different. Because you're so good at this. (laughs) Because she, listen, everybody, you need to understand. Janae is one of the most intentional people Mm -hmm. I've ever met. When it comes to confrontation, she is a surgeon. She's mm. like Doctor Strange before he became Doctor Strange Ooh. and he could take bullets out of people's brains with his like bare hands. If anybody's ever seen that movie, hashtag Marvel over the holidays. Keep going. Okay. So body language. Oh, yes. Um, so for me, I'm, I'm trying to set that tone. Like this may be a serious conversation, but I want people again to know when they come in, man, Janae's here. She's for me. I don't have this face that looks like I'm just about ready to like cut into them. Like I really pay attention to that stuff. Like, do you, you know, check in, do you need anything? Um, but I, you know what I do? Yeah. What do you do? Like, cause I know you're asking me a certain question, but let me just like talk about honestly, like how I do it. And I have not had very many of these conversations go bad. I'm not going to say I've never had them go bad. Yeah. And there's different reasons why maybe they did, but I haven't had very many go bad. And I've had to confront some really difficult things, yeah. right? But um, I ask questions. Yeah. Because I want to assume from them first, like that, like there's reasons maybe why stuff went wrong or, um, they didn't get it or for the miscommunication or whatever it was. Like, so I try to assume the best in people. So you don't come in with the assumption that it's just a lack of competency. No, like not at all. Like they just missed it. No. And they are just whatever, lazy, irresponsible, whatever. You're not thinking it's a character issue. You're thinking that maybe there was just operationally something that happened. Yeah. Okay. That, that we can work on together. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And so I try to give people that benefit of a doubt okay. because for me, and maybe this is because... I would want that uh-huh. too, right? And I just feel like when I do that, when I ask questions of people like, so when this happened or when you did this or with this decision, what was your heart behind it? Yeah, That's usually what I, I bring it down to. And I let them tell me because then usually they kind of know, okay, this is kind of heading in this direction. Um, and I hear that. And so then from there, I pick out different things. Um, and I oftentimes, depending on the person, depending on the angle, um, we were just talking about kind of like a sandwich and some people like it straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people, that's really hard when you just they hit like them with cushion. the hard stuff. I just think, I look at it as like, what type of bread, what kind of stuff is going in the sandwich, right? Yeah. Is it an open face sandwich? Yep. <laughs> like you don't really need that top hard bread. Yep. Is it, like is it something? Toast? Yeah, you know is it something with it's thin bread? Whatever it looks like, I want people to know that I appreciate them, yeah. that I see them, yeah. that I have seen you know, the work that they have done. Uh, and in this instance, if we're talking about a, a co-working, a team member, right? Yep. Um, and like that. Now, sometimes it has nothing to do with work. Mm. Sometimes the the confrontation or the difficult conversation is maybe something um, that I've seen or them, a, a relationship with that they are having with someone else or a conversation that I heard about. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So with something like that, um, I'm not. So for something like that where it is a character issue Mm -hmm. potentially. Yep. Right. Where they did just do a team member dirty. Yep. How do you come in with that? Are you still just asking questions or what are you doing? Yeah. I bring, I, I, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to say, hey, this is something that I heard about or, hey, this conversation that we had, if it was between me and them or whatever it is, um, I, 
I'm wondering what's your take on it. Because I always tell them, I always know that there's multiple sides to a story. Yeah. Right? Everyone sees things different. Mm -hmm. And I never go into it thinking, oh, this, thus saith. You know what I mean? Yep. Like this, I heard this or I saw this and this is the only thing. Because there's so many different angles to something, so many different perspectives. Okay. So I go in and be like, um, so what was, what did you see? What did you say? What? How did you see this as going down? You know yeah. what I mean? Like what happened from your point of view? And so I start out that way so that again, they know, hey, I'm here. I'm for them. Yeah. I, this is a place that's safe. You're treating it really objectively. Yeah. You're more like working with them as mm -hmm. a team member. Yeah. And hey, how can we get to the bottom of this? Yeah. Okay, I love that. Then for me, those conversations, it starts to hone things down. Okay. And things start getting more specific. And then from there, I'm able to kind of Now, when you do get to a root turns. issue, mm -hmm. you know, someone says, you know, like, let's just say issue with a team member. This team member, blah, blah, blah. I don't like them. Yeah. I don't like the way they work. Mm -hmm. They irritate me. Yeah. They are late. They drop the ball. And I don't like working with them. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe they deserve my respect. Mm-hmm. Right? They, they, they bring the issue to the surface for you. No more yeah. investigative work. Yep. What do you, how are you handling that? Well, one, <laughs> I don't think that's the best attitude, right? So I would probably um, just let them know. People know that. So if you are not for people and you don't like them and you don't like working with them, they probably know. Yeah. And that's probably affecting things as well. Yeah. Then I remind them everyone is different. Yeah. And there's probably people on the team that that there's have a hard time and have had to um adjust and and learn different ways to work with them. So so you you go for the the throat still, but you oh, just I still do say it in the a loving hard way. stuff. For okay, sure. So that's my question, right? Yeah. So you do the investigative work, you find the issue. If the issue is with an individual, you're not afraid to say this is this is your you're wrong. This is your problem. Or there may, there's maybe part of you in this, right? Yeah. Yes, they like may have take dropped the ball, right? But also, you may be coming into it already kind of jaded. Like, I love that. And kind of looking for it. Okay. You know what I mean? That's really good, babe. Now, what are you looking for in the other person to know that your confrontation was healthy or successful? What response are you looking for? Mm, I mean... Physical responses, I'm looking for people that can hold eye contact. Okay. You know what I mean? That l their body language says they're listening and receiving, like, interested. Now, I know there can be a lot going on in the mind, but there's something to be said with a posture But in they're your engaged body. physically. Yeah, They're right? not, like, arms crossed, yeah, tucked back into their chair. Rolling, that kind of thing yeah. to see. Like a scared little kitten. Yeah, and like I'm okay. I'm sitting right now. <laughs> and I'm completely fine when I go into conversations like this. If people need time to process, yep. there is no, things do not have to be solved in one sitting. Yep. Do you know what I mean? People, different people need different times to process. Yep. And so if they're like, hey, uh, and I usually tell them, why don't you think about this and we'll talk about it again in a day Great. or in two days, depending on kind of what I'm seeing from them. And, or, and I ask like, how do you feel after this conversation? Oh, that's great. Because I want to know what response you like what was different. But I, I, anything, I, I just want to know how they feel. I want to okay. know where they're at, and the, and I want people to start getting used to being able to tell other people how they feel because I think great. that's healthy. So that's I, good. for me as a leader, I want to provide an environment mm. of health. 
right? I love that name. That helps lead people to getting healthy. I'm not expecting them to be there right away. I'm not there right away. Like yeah. I hope other people would be the same way with me. And I've had some great leaders, right? That have helped me be able to process things better. Now let's flip it. Mm-hmm. What do you do when it's someone in authority in your life, a boss, a manager, a leader, someone you work for, a client, mm-hmm. right? They're paying your salary. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, how are you going to sit down there when you see them dropping the ball? When you see them not listening or neglecting certain areas that are affecting your work relationship, affecting your uh, uh, productivity, mm-hmm. um, that are really, it's yeah. a struggle for you. It's a really struggle for you. What's, what advice would you give to a way to confront them in a honoring, healthy, loving way? Well, do you want to answer this one? They may have been, you know, they've been no, hearing me talk I want to hear for a you while. Okay, okay. So Because I, I mean, would just assume that I was wrong and that they were right and I would just do my job. Yeah, I would. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm. A, this has been something I've had to grow in a lot. Actually, the whole thing I've had to grow in okay. a lot, right? Um, but I, again, love and humility go a long way. Okay. So I'm assuming the best, right? And I'm assuming, and I know that they are my boss for a reason. Yeah. You know, no matter What's what. that reason? They've been put in that place. So someone saw things in them. And I chose to take this job. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So that's a hard thing too. And so I go into it with honor, respect, Mm. uh, humility, and love. Yeah. I know it seems weird. Like your boss, I don't have a loving relationship, but we can love everyone. Yeah. You know? So I go, I would go and inquire. Yeah. I wouldn't demand, I wouldn't point out all the things. I'd be like, this is something that I've seen and I want to get better at what I do. Mm. So I'm wondering if you if you could kind of share your heart behind it or what the process is behind it. Because I've had some challenges myself seeing it and being able to take it in. And so, so. what you just said is so good. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. very quickly, someone can go that route, but they know what answers they're looking for. Mm, for they sure. could say, hey, I want to know the heart behind this decision. I want to know this. But in their head, they already assume that they know the heart behind the situation. Oh, for sure. And that is the worst thing you can mm-hmm. do, right? Because then you just negated the human experience that this individual you're talking to mm-hmm. may be a unique, authentic version of themselves. Yep. And all of a sudden you're putting them in a box. I mean, yep. you're in a box already, but now you're putting them in the box with you and you're saying, no, there's only one way to see this. There's only one way to look at this, a right way or a wrong yep. way. One of us are right, one of us are wrong. Yep. And that is, oh my gosh, you, you're failed before you're even trying. Completely. And I honestly, I would say that would be with any conversation you have, confrontational, not confrontational, every relationship. Yep. I feel like oftentimes we go in already thinking we know. Oh my gosh. That will damage things very quickly because you will not learn about people. You will not get better with people if you already think and because it allows no space. You've already taken up all the space with your own opinions. Stop right there. Yeah. How depressing. Let's just say the average age of people because we're in Jakarta. We are in Jakarta. We know yeah. whatever city you're in, you may it may be a different. The average age of a person in Jakarta is 27. Mm. So let's just say, how depressing would it be if at 27 you had it all figured out? Yeah. That just there's not, just nothing left to learn yeah. in your life. You're like, or 30 or 35. You're like, you know what? 
I don't really need to learn from anybody ever. I can come into conversations knowing that I already have this figured out and I just want the other person to admit that I know everything. Yeah. So depressing. Yeah. Okay. Let's go on to marriage Mm -hmm. or or not. We'll say marriage, romantic relationships, Mm. romantic relationships. How do you confront someone that you're loving or that you love? Right. Someone that you care about. Yeah. I want to hear how you do it. How do you do it, Janae? I mean, I know how you do it because you confront me all the time. Um, And I'm not sure that you ask me questions. Um, (laughs) But what what would be the healthiest way? Because it's different when you are comfortable with someone, Mm -hmm. when you're raw with someone. But around the holidays, we're going to be around people that we love a lot. Mm -hmm. How do we confront them when they offend us, when they hurt us? Yeah. Well, I think we have to be willing to be vulnerable. Actually, all of this takes us, no matter what the confrontation, being willing to be vulnerable. Really vulnerable. Because it's really uncomfortable for a lot of people. Some people have not a pro- don't really have a problem with it. But what I would say to those people is, are you doing it in love and in humility? I would still ask them that question. But yeah. um, so get comfortable with being vulnerable. Again, go into it. See, the thing is, is, is letting people know how you feel and how you see it and how you know that that may not be the full picture and, and ask them their heart on the thing too. You can share yours. Practically Mm -hmm. break that down. Mm -hmm. First, you're letting them know what you see, Mm -hmm. but then you're admitting, but I realize this may not be the full picture. Yes. So, Hey, when this happened, it felt like you didn't consider my feelings. Yeah. However, I know that that might not be the full picture. Yeah. Could you kind of share, like, from your opinion, what yeah. happened here? And I always just say, what, like, what was the heart behind it? Yeah. Because I feel like it, it settles people. Because it, it really does sound like you really want to, to know. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's not like, what's your opinion? What's it? But what was your heart? Yeah. It goes deeper, right? Yeah. Usually when I hurt your feelings and you ask me what my heart was, my response was, I had no idea what my heart was doing. Mm-hmm. I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened or how this happened. Please forgive me. But don't you think that that's so incredible? Because what it does is it brings it up. <laughs> I know this is hard, but it leads another person yeah. to try to be able to figure out what's going on in their heart. Yeah. Why they did do something. Yeah. Why they didn't do something. Why they spoke something to you, right? Uh-huh. Um, while the, Why they didn't include you. Yeah. And sometimes that can help them uh-huh. get healthier as well. Yeah. To be able to sit down and actually articulate articulate what the heart behind it. Why? Why did you? Yeah. And um, even if they fling out an answer and it doesn't seem like things were good, I found when you set a, a tone and an atmosphere and you actually come vulnerable to someone, they think about it later. Yeah. They keep thinking about it. And it may be days, months, I don't know, but it kind of helps open up a little spot maybe for another conversation. Because here's the thing, sometimes confrontation doesn't um, doesn't resolve things right away. Yep. Um, but what it can do is lead you to reconciliation and uh, resolution. And I love what you said, that takes vulnerability and humility. Mm-hmm. And that vulnerability looks like coming to the table, not having a narrative in your head pre-written that it's the other person's problem, Yeah. but actually be in a posture of humility and saying, hey, this happened. Yeah. This hurt me. This made me sad. And I want to know your opinion about what happened here. Yeah. Right. How did you see this? Yeah. Right. I love that so much. And what I would say, because I know we're going to 
we're going to close this one yeah. up in a minute. And honestly, this is a very big topic. Yeah. And we could have classes on, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're able to get better, but, um, yeah, go back to, are you do are your own heart, take responsibility for it. Yeah. Are you coming in humility, knowing that you have failed and said the wrong thing and done the wrong thing before as well? Yeah. Um, and you may be doing that right now. Maybe that's what you're trying to reconcile or, or confront as well as um, we always want to set a, a tone and an atmosphere around us for health and for growth, not only for ourselves but for other people. And so what we're hoping is that even this short conversation could help some people out there take a step forward in maybe getting better at something like confrontation. Yeah. Well, family, we love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in and happy new year. Happy new year. We love you.